heading to Rorotonga, then you need to get the unofficial official guide to Roro, and it's completely free. The helpful eight-page PDF gets you completely ready for your holiday to Rorotonga. Inside the guide, you'll find information on transportation, Wi-Fi, customs, SIM, eSIM information on the cards, scooter rentals, and so much more. To get your free guide to Rorotonga, head to roropass.com slash guide. That's roropass, R-A-R-O-P-A-S-S dot com slash guide. Welcome to the Kyoto Podcast, a show about what you'll find and what you will not find in the Cook Islands. And here are your hosts, Chantal and Hayden. Kirana Chantal. Kirana Hayden. Uh, we are coming to you from Rarotonga, Cook Islands in the month of June. And I'm sitting today with Anthony Brown. And he owns Bedrock Stone Carving Limited. How are you, Kirana? Kirana Chantal. Kirana Hayden. And uh, thank you for having me on this program. And uh, let's, let's trust that it will be very interesting. And I'm very well. And uh, looking forward to... Uh, Perhaps uh, sharing with the uh, worldwide community as to what bedrock uh, stone carving uh, yes. does here in the Kukailans on Royal Two weeks ago, Hayden, I um, spoke to Anthony Brown about um, bedrock. And to my naivety, all right, I went straight to Flintstone in my brain. <laughs> and then... Anthony, you actually explained to me that you got the Bedrock name from your favorite program, Gold Rush. Gold Rush, that's right. Because it's when you hit Bedrock, and that's where all the gold is and uh, the deposits of it. And, uh, well, um, when dealing with uh, with rocks here, I couldn't uh, best but uh, acquaint uh, the name of a company that we're dealing with rocks to, go to, to Bedrock. Yeah. I just have to say is where do you get the rocks before we get more too much detail? Cause I'm really curious cause it's not a big Island. I mean, truly that's where I was thinking about these beautiful sculptures. Do you actually get the rock from the Island itself or do you import it? Yes. Um, um, this is a volcanic um, Island. And so uh, we, ha- we do have a lot of rocks. Um, there's a core um, basalt rock in the Western side of the Island um, where there's a great deposit of rocks. But otherwise, there are rudimentary, sedimentary rocks in just about everybody's yard, uh, in their respective on their respective lands. Yeah. And um, when I was speaking to Anthony Hayden two weeks ago in preparation for our interview, immediately I said, oh, "I now know all of these um, sculptures that I've seen around Rarotonga." Um, you know, I spoke to you about the one at Lorraine Nicholson's house that you did for her mum. That, and then I, the one outside the Queen's representative um, home out there. And then now I'm noticing them more, Anthony, because uh, I've taken an interest, had a look at your website. And then I've driven up today, everybody, this beautiful meandering path. So to the visitors who are listening, you can actually come up to Bedrock yourself, have a look at all their um, stonework that they have up here, and then they can organise shipping it back to you. 
Um, and then if you don't want to come up here, especially now during COVID, because unfortunately you can't, um, this is what I wanted to say to you, that it can be shipped to you anyway, because you just shipped something to Palo Alto? Yeah, in Canada. In recently? Mm. California, rather. <laughs> yeah, Palo Alto is uh, in the Bay Area, in San Francisco. That was the turtle, Hayden. They shipped the turtle um, to Palo Alto in California. So give us a little of the backstories. How did you get into scone carving? Was this a childhood fascination? Did you just one day pick a piece of stone and create art? You know, what is the backstory behind it? Yeah, um, look, um, in, in, in our lifetime, we've we got to look at plan B. Uh, professionally, I'm a, a civil servant um, uh, majoring in uh, political science and law. And um, came time when... We don't get any younger, uh, just looking at what options there is uh, for life after civil service. Um, then uh, um, Bedrock was, uh, was an option for which I then engaged the services of a lovely couple from France. Um, and we have uh, Michel uh, Kirsch and his lovely wife, Sylvie Kirsch. Um, they've worked with me um, and in the company and... Uh, Michelle is the carver. He carves and does the sculptures, while um, Sylvie is the artist uh, with uh, drawing up what may be required by the client, by the customers. And uh, it's unfortunate that we can't uh, show you uh, what numerous um, um, artifacts we have here, monuments and sculptures. Um, but then we, 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 we work to the needs of the clients. Um, specifically, we first started off with headstones, and uh, I, I, uh, I noticed that uh, and looked at, well, we are importing headstones from New Zealand, from Australia. And as far away as Italy. And as far away as Italy, because we are importing marble stone. And so uh, how, about we, how about we use anybody's rock from their own uh, land and soil, uh, where we would then take um, the the duty of uh, shaping it up and become a headstone for their respective families upon a rock that lies in the soil of their own land uh, here in the Cook Islands in their own residence. Um, and failing if they don't have rocks, then we can supply rocks from uh, from the volcanic soil of Rarotonga in the Cook Islands. So that really is how it started. And uh, we had an, um, we've got we've got people who. Uh, always having to import the headstones. Um, and that was the niche market uh, for which uh, uh, established uh, bedrock. Then we just go on to providing um, sculptures and any valuable um, artwork. Um, what's equally important is um, um, not only do we do sculptures of, uh, of, of stone carving, but we also can do wood and also graphical arts. And that's what uh, Sylvie is uh, is uh, is have on display here at the museum. Um, very nice. And so that's really basically what it is: is for our people to have the alternate option to be able to um, uh, use a headstone of a from a rock from their own respective boundaries of their own land, their own soil, and um, for- as opposed to importing these uh, marble rocks from Australia and abroad. And it should be noted also that in or at least on all the islands, there's not really like a cemetery per se. A lot of the grave sites are in the backyards and the front yards of the family of the Rarotongans. 
That's correct. That's correct. And um, whilst there are family and whilst there are denominational um, uh, cemeteries, but basically uh, uh, people do um, bury their loved ones uh, nearby to their to their respective homes. So where um, is, I was going to say, Chantal, where is the museum or where can we see your work on the island? So in a relationship to the north side of Avarua, where would we actually find your museum? We're about uh, 10 minutes from Avarua. We're really on the border of the two villages, Tupapa and Matavera. We are located on the dead boundary of the, the two villages called Itama. And so uh, that's where we are. We're inland on the back road. Um, any GPS position, I'm not quite certain of it right now. That's totally fine. You know, I'm sitting here with Anthony and um, in their museum, right? And what I can see even from sitting here, Hayden, is an octopus, a female what would you call that, Sylvia? Like a female's um, torso. Torso. The squid. Um, tattoo artist. A tattoo artist and a koru looking sort of shape. Um, this is without me walking around. I'm just sitting on the um, porch here looking at this. And I can also see. An anchor chain. That's exquisite, the anchor chain. Yep. Look at it. <laughs> What do you draw your inspiration from? Like, how do you get the ideas for the anchor chain? I was looking at your Instagram site with the crane and, of course, that sea um, turtle. Our sculpture, our sculpture, uh, Michelle, has the most uh, in-depth, um, um, shall we say, vision. Um, he looks at a rock and can see what you and I can't see. Um, but since my acquaintance with him over the course of the last uh, 12 years. Um, I, I now can look at a rock and see what I can, what I didn't used to see. But uh, he has he has that gift of uh, articulating already what could be given the size of the rock. Not every rock are the same sizes. And uh, you know, what he would what we would do is to look at the size of the rock, miniature one, uh, medium sized large rocks. Um, and it's a pity we don't have a, a, a video. If we could see uh, one that's about uh, 2.5 meters uh, tall high, um, where there's a finger just just breaking out of the rock. Um, right, we have this right at the entrance of the of the museum. Um, but uh, it, a lot of it is is using the imagination. That's the imagination of uh, of who's doing the sculptural work. Yes, which would be everything they see around them, Hayden. You know, that's what I think because even with the anchor. Um, because we're in the tropics and surrounded by water. Uh, you know, I can see a whale. When we're talking about these sculptures made out of um, a piece of rock, they could be as small as um, 30 centimetres, as small as 30 centimetres, right? And then as large as and heavy a metre, two metres, and as heavy as two tonnes. Does that help Hayden sort of put it into perspective? Yes. I, 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 sorry, my head, I, I'm going to have to pause the video for a second. For my, my doorbell went off, so I got dis distracted for a second. Okay. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Uh, I imagine you probably cannot ship the two-ton rock, though. 
Yes, we can ship uh, two tons uh, uh, weight of uh, of uh, sculpture. We're, we've done this on a number of occasions. Um, we have a engineered design um, palette that we use for exporting um, to New Zealand, uh, to Australia, to the Outer Islands, and now to the United States. But the United States one uh, is one that we would uh, typically look at uh, designing one where it becomes a, a one-way um, um, palette uh, for, for the products that we send out there. But yes, we can... Uh, we, we do a lot of this in for the outer islands, um, um, headstones for outer islands. So, um, but when we do have the tourists coming through, um, they pick up and they are overwhelmed by what they see and uh, and do ask if whether we can uh, ship this over or even make a request for um, um, something quite different. Like uh, we had a dolphin here that was skimming over the lagoon. And one of the tourists inquired if we could have a dolphin flying out of the water. And uh, we had to make that design and, um, and ship it to, uh, to New Zealand. Um, and that's uh, a classic example of what could possibly uh, happen to something that was about, oh, that was nearly a, a, a ton in weight. And so, um, yeah, it works. We, we do get to ship it over to New Zealand. That's awesome. So of course, it's... it's it's very Polynesian, the designs, um, Hayden. That's the word I think that I'd like our listeners to know. Uh, the designs that are done here at Bedrock are very Polynesian. So highly, highly influenced by, by Polynesian spirit. And, um, and, and a lot of what we see here is of Polynesian um, um, the origin. Um, very pervasive in, in the designs that, uh, for example, we have a lot of tattoo designs. Um, that reflects a lot of the uh, the meaningful designs that we would uh, perhaps uh, relate with our, our Polynesian uh, islands of Niue and uh, Tonga and Samoa. Uh, we've done a couple of them, and so um, it's uh, highly reflective of the spirit of Polynesia. So what, um, Hayden, we've gone through that anybody can use the bedrock um bedrock product where it's located um we've gone through anthony and his background have we told them anthony that you're cook islander that's very important (laughs) (laughs) that's very important hayden any questions the question that we are always kind of asking guests is if you were to leave with one takeaway to a tourist that shows up what would you tell a first-time guest to the cook islands to what to experience on the island. Oh, okay. Did you, did you hear that, Anthony? So if you were to speak to a first-timer coming to Rarotonga Cook Islands, yeah. um, what would you let them know to sort of expect when they come here? Yeah, I think the most important thing for us to impress upon our, our tourists who's coming to the Cook Islands is the, the authenticity of uh, what it is that they see, um, the lifestyle. Um, if I was to promote uh, our, our our product here at, at Bedrock, it's one of a kind in the Cook Islands. Mm. Um, I've uh, invited our our leaders of the community. I've invited our members of parliament, and um, just so they know that this exists, because um, as of three years ago, nobody knew of our leadership in the country, both traditional 
with the social structures they had no idea this existed uh, and the tourists uh, are the ones that's hitting our our websites with uh with, inquiries. with yeah with inquiries and so um just so they can understand that this exists because nothing of it is uh is of the same we do have a local artist as well and by the way of mike pavioni um he's he's a, he's an elderly gentleman who also uh, does um stone masonry um sculpture um but not perhaps to the extent as to what we're showcasing and what we're showcasing here is the the extent of the varied options that can be given to locals and also the tourists as to what they may wish or may like to see on their own lawns when they return back home i.e is the point uh it's a so classic take a piece time with and you take a piece and so what we How have is that, we, do, we also time. have miniatures we also have miniatures uh, of what perhaps they can uh, take back with themselves and what they would like to see on their lawns. Yeah. That's Authenticity. Wonderful. That's what I heard, Hayden. Authenticity, uniqueness, and they can take the piece home with them back to where they're from. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thank Major you, Anthony, Marta so and, much. Uh, yeah, Mitaki Mata yeah, as well. Cool. Oh, it's nice to hear you say that. And um, I also understand you've been down to the cooks a number of times. I've been four times hoping to get to number five eventually, but due to COVID and plane flights, that's not happening right now. So in lieu of that, I get to hear wonderful stories from the Cook Islands working with Chantal. That's why we started the podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> We're trying to bring Rarotonga Cook Islands out to you. So thank you so much for taking the time. We really appreciate it. It's a pleasure and to, to help uh, another local as well. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Thank you, Hayden. Kakite from us in Maratonga. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Kiarana Podcast. For more information, see our website at kiaranapodcast.com. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Metaki!